Welcome to Wisdom at the Crossroads. I'm your host, Amanda Onchalenko, and I'm excited to invite you into my studio practice remotely. Together, let's pause the rhythm of the day as we dive into the backstories of an artistic life, my life, exploring lessons learned through creativity and inspiration. So get yourself a beverage and let's settle in for a short while as we reflect on how some of my favourite paintings have evolved and what wisdom I have found at the crossroads where action and presence meet. Welcome back to the podcast. I want to thank you for sharing your valuable time with me. Last week, feeling the need for a bit of a break, I picked up the March edition of Health magazine. In it, editor Liz Vaccarello wrote in the editor's note about her own writing process. I totally resonated with her admission when she said, I think better with a pen in my hand. I was grateful to know I am not alone in my comfortable ways, even though I might prefer a pencil. It was a reminder of how a few simple words can connect us to each other. Liz went on to explain, if we read to know the world, we write to know ourselves. While considering this podcasting adventure, I had wondered how my visual medium as a painter and textile artist would translate as an audio experience. I am working it out and hopefully making connections, thanks to those who have reached out to tell me how my stories and meditations or reflections have made a difference so far. Liz's editorial note seemed to capture the essence of what I was trying to do, as she continued. When we share our experiences, we invite others to not only feel what we felt, but to find themselves in our stories. And that is essentially my hope for you, that you will find something of your story within mine as we continue to explore the backstories of my work in art. In today's episode, we will meet Pink at Panema from the shores of Lake Winnipeg, a painting that hangs by my front door at home. It is a small acrylic on panel that welcomes guests indoors. I'm finding it funny as I write about it and only now realise that it's not until we really explore the reasoning behind the ways we curate our personal spaces that subliminal motives become clear. I'm realising the two sentinel trees that are the primary subject matter in the painting welcome visitors to our local Panema beach and hanging where they are, they are facilitating that same action at home. I guess it really is true. Life imitates art, imitates life. This little gem is only 12 inches by 30 inches and was painted on a cradled panelled board back in 2005. We didn't call Panema in the smallest municipality in Manitoba our summer home until several years after this piece was painted. But even then I think I was beginning to understand the Canadian connection to place. Canadians own endearing outdoorsy bunch who embrace where they are, whatever the weather. Sometimes we push ourselves to get active in spite of it. This phenomenon is particularly prevalent where water bodies abound. Lake Winnipeg is the sixth largest lake in Canada and home to sailors, professional fishermen, water enthusiasts and cottagers who reside and play along its extensive perimeter. We were initially guests here at the invitation of friends who had invited our family to share a weekend at the cottage which had been their family's weekend experience since the 50s. As broad as the types of recreational properties that exist in Canada, there are an equal number of endearing terms to match. This family calls their place the cottage, while others are known to reference their summer homes as the camp, the cabin, the lake or the beach, to name just a few. Everyone, it seems, takes ownership by prefacing the title with the word our or my, that is, 
our cottage, our cabin, my lake, our beach. At the bottom of their street on the lakeshore of Punima stand a pair of weathered willows that act like sentinels inviting the community to play on its sandy shore. It's a beach well known to cottages in the area, a once well-kept secret. In recent years, the neighbourhood is welcoming new and unfamiliar faces to our little cottage neighbourhood on picnics and day trips. We are an easy commute from the city and have been garnering added attention since Pokemon planted some virtual characters on our point. Bridal parties have discovered our unique swimming piers make spectacular backdrops to their wedding pictures, with vast and expansive prairie skies as a backdrop. Social media, too, is sharing the seasonal magic of this quaint little beach community. The lake, for me, is a magnet. Water is my elemental home. I swim weekdays year-round at the YMCA. When it is minus 40 with a wind chill in the winter, getting dressed to drive and get into the Y takes some effort. Our winters may be brutal, but our summers are glorious and being by a water body in August and July for even just a weekend day trip is the goal of so many of us. As an expat Australian who grew up by an ocean, Lake Winnipeg's shallow, wide basin is prone to variable weather and rolling storms that act as a surrogate ocean for my family. There are, of course, no salt-crusted eyelashes to squint through after a swim and no swell to surf unless there is a really crazy storm. But in the middle of a continent, I am so totally grateful to be able to look out at that ever-changing horizon and feel at home. When we did purchase what my now neighbour squared described as Mr. Poole's cottage, a long-neglected log cabin, we have smothered in love and major efforts to salvage its quaint stature while bringing its interesting building practices up to code. My husband said to me as we walked along the lake shore on a breezy afternoon that season, we just breathe better out here, don't we? And I agree. We feel the stress dissolving as we leave the city and by the time we arrive we have already relaxed into that beach hair, I don't care state of mind. The little painting we are chatting about I named Pink at Panema because it has a delicate softness about it that puts me in mind of a peaceful summer day. You know those days when you have been outdoors and the sun has blushed, not burnt your skin with that healthy glow? Use sunscreen, but when you do get a chance, go out and enjoy that feeling of relaxation that reminds us all we are lucky to be such a small part of an expansive nation. The sentinel trees that feature in the painting are the beginning of two rows of plantings that shade the back edge of the beach in the summer and take the brunt of the wind when it blows. You would have to imagine the shorter row extending to the right beyond the painting's composition to the point and a longer row leading you left parallel to the sandy beach walk along the shore in the opposite direction. Sand is an invitation to walk here. Every walk is different. Most inspire me to pause, to collect lucky stones with intrinsic holes perfect for summer pendants, or beach glass weathered smooth by the action of water and ice. One year, a beachgoer left messages written in Sharpie on smooth and warm summer stones. I collected one that exclaims, You rock. I love that. Keeps vigil on the kitchen table now year round to inspire all of our guests. What a lovely sentiment to find. I would urge you to make someone's day next time you find yourself with a smooth stone and a pen in your hand. Write some small affirmation and leave it behind to be found later in the day. You won't be sorry. In the painting, there is more white than I would usually incorporate but it flows with the idea of a wispy breeze and sets the scene for a bathing suit bleached with wear or a picnic blanket faded and softened with use. Embedded in the surface are some saved eucalyptus leaves brought in as bookmarks in a novel or clipped from a florist's arrangement. Australiana, I am an advocate for it all. 
On the back of the painting, I discovered I had inscribed, Give me a home amongst the gum trees, which I may have had as an original intention for this piece, and possibly also a reference to the iconic swimming flags on patrolled Australian beaches that are placed a similar distance apart to these trees. Remembering, we bring to our work our own unique experiences, and though I have lived in Canada since 1991, our beginnings are always our beginnings, and mine are clearly evident in my work. Unusually in this composition, I used some gold and silver leaf. I had some, I was playing with it, and as an addition, I liked the subtle reference to the reflections on water that felt so familiar to a part within me. Adding it made reference to the flash of silver we might see underwater, or the glare or reflections on the water's surface that keep our dark sunglasses in place as we tan. I love the metallic addition to the composition that flashes differently depending on the angle of approach and the time of day. The trees I have spoken of are a mere suggestion themselves, cast as they are with a few loose marks that describe a breeze. In the painting, there is a distinction between areas where sand meets water meets sky, but it is a suggestion and open to interpretation. Art and the making have taught me many things over the years. This little gem is no different. In fact, as I was screwing in hangers on the back, I remember I actually dropped the panel, and wouldn't you know it, one of those sacred remnants of Australiana, a perfect gum leaf embedded into the surface, cracked clearly in half and left a weird gap where a lovely leaf form had been. That one hurt. The moment may have inspired an uncomplimentary word or two to escape. I don't remember. It was in 2005, but knowing me, I would not be surprised if it did. So what to do? I'm never one to disguise a flaw, and I do recall dipping my brush into a lovely aqua tube of paint and filling the void with a startling contrast to that blushing pink I have already told you about. It was a perfect solution, and a reminder, when we are presented with lemons, we should totally make lemonade. This little piece was a great lesson in life and in art that I try always to remember, and that is, what we think of as a wrong turn can actually turn into something to celebrate. It also reminds me, year-round, that though the seasonal winds will blow and bring snow into my front door at times, there is always the promise that the sun will shine and soon I will be migrating back to our little beach with the hummingbirds and eagles to feel that blush of pink on my winter-weary skin once again. Pink is a colour I don't often use as a feature in my work. It is regularly part of the understructure, but pink's subtleties can easily be superseded or dominated by more intense pigments that relegate the softness of hazy summer sunlight to the background. In today's meditation, I would like to invite you to our tiny summertime municipality on the shores of Lake Winnipeg, in the centre of Canada. I would like you to imagine a soft and quiet pink as we seek and experience ease together. Ease is comfortable. Ease is devoid of struggle. There is no point of future reference, just the action of the moment. Our little beach can be accessed most easily at the end of Norway Street in Panema, where that pair of trees in pink at Panema, welcome you onto the sand. Or, if you come by the beach from the south, you will negotiate the turn in the landscape at the point, 
and if you are really lucky, you might find yourself beneath the arc of an overhead eagle's wingspan. I want you to imagine you are on the shores of our friendly lake, where the sand is warm but not hot, and your beach blanket or quilt or towel is spread out before you and is sand-free. Your sandals are off, and you make a sandy pillow for your head beneath your blanket with a single smooth sweep of your forearm. You replace the blanket and step onto it to accept the invitation to rest. Your eyes close as you breathe through your nose and relax into this moment that is reserved exclusively for you. You are enjoying the warmth of the sun on your surface. You are aware of the noises of life going on around you, but you are not disturbed by them. You simply notice them. Can you hear the lapping of waves at the water's edge? Or is it a calm and still day? You might hear the voices of other beachgoers in the distance. The water is shallow here, so motorised boats don't come too close to shore. A paddleboarder might pass by, leaving behind the rhythmic sound of alternate strokes on either side of the board to interrupt the quiet. This day is a perfect temperature and you are breathing it all in. You are protected from sunburn, and the air miraculously is insect-free on this day. A foot tilts over the edge of your beach blanket as you relax, and it comes into contact with the sand, stretching casually, then rests in the warm, fine silica. Your hand reaches out too, to caress the warm sand, you gather palm loads of grains and let them pour through the cracks between your fingers. It is peaceful. It is easy. You are content. This time is for you. Allow yourself to dream. To take yourself on your own interior journey. Notice the sights, notice the sounds, notice the scents around you. A gentle breeze casts its breath across you, bringing you back to your beach blanket. You hear the rustle of air through the leaves in the trees just behind you at the back of the beach. The breeze is comforting. It is a literal breath of fresh air. A tiny refreshment on a perfect day that barely needs any. While you are still resting, I want you to imagine the faded pink light of a beach towel bleached from Barbie pink to baby blush through repeated wear. This faded colour, a mere blush, Imagine it in the air around you, glittering in irregular smears 
like the gold and silver leaf highlights that flash across the water way out in the distance. Imagine the softest of pinks in a piece of polished rose quartz. You can see and feel its smooth, smooth surface. You recognize its soft and healing pink light as it rises around you. This pink light expands and grows to blanket you in a gentle mist that draws easily into your core with each natural and cyclical breath. In it flows, out it goes. In it goes, out it flows. This gentle mist expands at your heart center with each rhythmical cycle. Soft and pink, it soothes, calms, eases. You have no complaint, no discomfort. You are at ease. Ease is the word on your mind as the light around you becomes the light within you. The pink at Panema, or any place and all places simultaneously. I would ask you to hold on to the softness you felt as you relaxed into the environment you created. Know you can return to it any time you feel tension and are in need of ease. Take a couple of deep inhales to nudge yourself back to the physical space you inhabit. Gradually bring gentle movement back into your body. Start by opening and closing your hands. Circling your hands and your wrists, followed by your ankles, slowly rotating. Breathe naturally to your own rhythm, and open your eyes at your own discretion, as you come home to yourself, right where you are. Be at ease. Thanks for joining me. I hope you're able to find something that resonated for you as we journeyed through the backstories of art, life and inspiration together. Watch for new episodes to drop weekly on Tuesdays. I'll meet you there with your morning coffee or afternoon tea as we gather in my studio remotely. Unless, of course, you knock on my door or pop into my messages. Find me on Instagram at mandartcanada or on my website www.mandart.ca where you'll find show notes and images of the artworks we discuss on the podcast in the blog. Feel free to bring a friend or reach out with your questions or comments. I would love to hear from you. In the meantime, I will look forward to joining with you again as we seek wisdom at the crossroads, where action and presence meet. Take care. Bye now.